Let's head to another jet. Terry Layton joins us from the West. G'day, Terry. Good morning, Gareth. How are we? I am well, brother. Hey, we're in the we've got the rail true. And what kind of conditions are we getting today at Belmont regarding the track? Uh, it's, it's a lovely day today, Gareth. Um, yeah, we, we should uh, light winds. We should, we should have a nice day at the races, but uh, yeah, the track holds up. Uh, who who knows? We we talked about it last week, and um, it looks the opposite to what we were saying after the okay. first three or four races. <laughs> Hey, the defence was absolutely cooked. Castillo de Lago couldn't walk. Secret identity from one didn't run a place. Um, it was just every single race, and it was such pronounced margins. Kelvin started $8, led the first, beaten nearly 10 It was just pronounced margins. So you go, well, this has to be a cooked rail. This yeah. just has to be. And then the last six races, you had to be on the fence to win. Yep. So anyway. That went well, didn't it? Yep. it just, um, and I made sure I tweeted about that after the third yeah. race just to really rub it in yeah. as well. So You're making me look like an idiot. What are you doing? My God. Yeah. My God. Anyway. anyway. Anyway, what are we doing but, um, today, dare I ask? Uh, well, the first thing about uh, today is we're back at the True. Last time we raced at the, the True Pattern, don't forget, it's not always consistent, but um, from the nine races, there was five leaders won, uh, two or three at pretty good prices. Two of them ran second, and the two that didn't win were 30 or 40 to one, and they both ran fourth. So I made speed maps really the um, the crucial aspect of the day. Cause if we get that same track, this could be a good track to have a nice bet on because you just need to find the horses out in front or horses mapped positively. So that's how we've gone about it earlier. If it starts playing off speed, then, um, yeah, good, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Ah, uh, dearie, mate. What are we like today, Gareth? Race number two. Um, pretty keen on horse number four here, Mr. Mount Walker. It's... It's no superstar, but none of these are superstars. It's um, it's it's quite funny. The horse that is or was favourite, it's very close now between um, it and Mr. Mount Walker. Salacia Queen, I actually backed it first up after a throwed up midweek. It had the perfect run on a on a hot fence um, in a very 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 thin midweek race, and it couldn't hold out a horse called Bridget. Now Bridget, if it was in this, would probably be twenty, thirty, forty to one. I'd suggest. So. You're now um, moving to Saturday. You're jumping from the widest gate on the track where I think you're going to want to be drawn nicely on that fresher inside pad. And it's your favourite. So that gives you an indication of how thin this race is. And Mr. Mount Walker's got horses, uh, sorry, former round horses like Gift of the Heart and um, Planet Cash. Um, it, it, it's going really nicely. It's going. It's Peter Nucky to Sean McGrady, which means a stable series. It's dropped in at the weights, even dropped a few points while it's been running well, just in two difficult grades. So... It should be landing very close to the one one and look I'm yeah, I've marked this pretty short, so this will be uh this will be my day pretty early I'd say. Race two, number four. Um, Mr. Mount Walker and then we'll we'll go with the um we'll go with the double, the Wolfie McGrudney double in race three with Let's Deal. I always like a stayer on the on the quick backup and Let's Deal's off seven days after getting knocked off by Villains last week, drops five and a half kilos. Um, while obviously it goes up in grade to drop five and a half kilos, I like to look if if really is five and a half kilos harder than last mm-hmm. week, and I'd suggest it isn't. I think Villains will probably get to the same level as a horse like Al Norman and um, and that type of setup. Um, but um, I suspect uh, the money will come very hard here, Gareth. At the moment, you're seeing a horse called the Dominican Favorite, and I was just listening to. Shane Curley, I talked to you during his during his gym set. <laughs> that yeah. made me laugh, by the way. Um, and he was talking about uh, a horse that uh, had a cold or a flu or whatever, had an elevated temperature. We've got the same thing here with our Norman. It was scratched seven days ago. 
um, with an elevated temperature, um, and it backs up now as favourites uh, with not a heavy track. A lot of things against it, basically, that were with it. Um, last time went around. We don't we don't exactly know how bad that setback was, but yeah. at two dollars sixty two seventy in a in a setup that doesn't look as good for those drawn off, um, we've just got to take that on. So pretty keen on let's deal. I think the biggest danger is actually our Norman in that same race. If you are looking for a saver, that's probably the way I'd be going, and that's how I'll be attacking the race. So okay. I'll be backing Mister. Uh, sorry, I'll be backing Let's Deal. Um, and saving on uh, our Norman, um, and then in the fifth, Gareth, nothing exciting, but I think Starry Heights is just going to yeah. keep on winning. Um, so Pikey, it should settle just off speed. Uh, the main danger will be a lay, a lay. We'll probably pop to the breeze, and I reckon late Pikey should be able to reel that one in pretty comfortably. So uh, I've deleted the number for that one, but I had that one number up there. Seven. Race number, f- yeah. race number five, Starry Heights, uh, up a dollar seventy. So. Pretty keen on those three, and I'm actually going to have something on the multi today. I think all three can win. Beautiful. Just quickly before we let you go, would like your thoughts, Gareth and Terry, on Auspicious and Songa, race six, number seven, race five, number five, Auspicious. My father-in-law, my beautiful partner, Dana's birthday today. So my father-in-law is in Melbourne. Happy birthday, Dana. And, um, geez, it'll be a good dinner if Auspicious wins because he's a part owner of that filly. She's probably been a little bit disappointing, but drying conditions – I think she should be shorter in the market. I think they get they've they they're carried away with Ginnivant after he won. I could have led all of the way the other day on that track. And Songham well, Mitchie Pateman's in form at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, I don't I don't mind those couple actually. I agree with you hundred percent. I do think Ginnivant's gonna be hard to run down, but I've got Auspicious a clear second favourite. I think it's a victim of winning a trial by ten lengths in really good time and everyone thought it was uh the next black caviar. I think that was the the problem for Auspicious in the market. So for me, again, the second favourite in that Snow Prince is um, coming off a setback last week, I'd suggest. Yeah. So I, I think Auspicious deserves clear second favouritism. I'm $4.50, so you can justify a bet at the current price, but I do have given even money. Um, and then with the Songa race, I'm going to wait for a pattern. This is a plan I have for that particular race. It should be swim through versus Songa. Swim through is way too short now, but if they're making ground and the fence isn't as hot as I suspect, I think that's a really nice map for Songer. I know yeah. Mitchie Pateman's keen once again, so I'll be, I will be on, but they'll have to make ground, which I'm not sure if they can. Brad Parnham needs to be aggressive, get in front of um, Jason Brown, and Brown, he doesn't know what to do when he's not leading these days, so just cross him at the start, and away you go. Uh, good morning to you, Jay Brown, exactly. if you're listening. Um, exactly. <laughs> um, good on you. Thanks for that, T. Layton. Thanks, Gary. There's Terry Layton there, 10.30. We are running behind. Let's take a break. The news after that.